because there are so many big names in that set that are current world superstars. Welcome back, everyone, to another Slabstocks FC episode. My name is Aaron, your host on this Sunday soccer show. Uh, you guys know the drill. We bring in guests every single week. And this week, we are joined by Niam from MP Sports Cards 1 over in the UK. Thank you for so much for joining us. I am super excited for this discussion. Anytime we can get someone outside the US on the show, we love to do it because I want to hear their perspectives and what's going on with soccer cards over in the UK and different places in the EU. So thank you for joining me. And uh, what, you know, how did you get started in soccer cards and what are you doing in the space? And just want to have a discussion around that. Yeah, thanks for having me on. It's 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 fantastic. I mean, the the way I got into cards, I remember I heard Gary V talking about it maybe about mm. a year ago now. And actually, Slap Socks was one of the first pages that I followed. I know I know nothing about basketball, nothing about baseball. Don't follow the sports at all. But what I got from your page was watching how things change over time, right? So I could see that Luca went off, and so his prism went up, but then also his select and optic. That's the kind mm -hmm. of stuff that that you, you pick up over time and you can carry across. But um, I basically took a year out between finishing high school and starting uh, university college. Um, so I had plans to go traveling. So I had a lot of money saved up and then COVID hit and all my, my plans got canceled. Um, and I had originally looked at soccer cards in December. I looked at 2014 prison, Messi and Ronaldo's were like a dollar. Yeah. And by, by the time I got back, to, to checking in, I think it was May, they were 30. And I, then I started looking, I was like, okay, something is happening here. People are coming in, demand's going up. Um, and I took that money I had set aside, I think it was like $9,000 or something like that, that I, I saved to go traveling and all of it, I put it all in cards. Let's um, go, let's go. And yeah, it's, I, know, I know you did something similar as well when you started. I did, um, so, very similar yeah, amount back in August. Dang, that's <laughs> awesome. August of 2019 for those that are watching. Um, sweet. So you, you really did go all in. Then you 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 yeah. you went at it. You put in. And I can tell you from the timetable, you did super well. But what were some successes you saw in, in your investing, different places you went, different strategies you used? And I really appreciate you saying that you used what you learned from us. Uh, what you learned from us in the basketball side of it and applied it to mm -hmm. soccer. Cause honestly, that's how I did it too. I knew so much yeah. about basketball and baseball. I want to get involved in soccer personally. So I applied the same concepts and it worked out super well. I had to have for you as well, but you know, what were your biggest successes and why? So I think the biggest one for me was the 2018 prism set in general, because 2014 took off and I saw that and I was straight, as soon as a set takes off, I stopped buying it. Mm -hmm. I look at, okay, what's next? Um, for me, that was 2018 because there were so many big names in that set that are current world superstars. The ones in 2014, most of them are now retired. Um, yeah. So 2018, Salah, Rashford, Werner, there, there's so many players in there. Yeah, there that really were, is. That, yeah, they were way too cheap in, in comparison. So um, I went really hard on those. And then obviously in August, they went absolutely crazy. Um, so I, I did well there, but one of the things that I also noted was the Mbappe prices because the people with limited knowledge knew that this was the kid, right? This was the Zion, the Luca, the Mahomes, whatever you, whoever you want to compare him to. Yeah. Um, this this guy's next. So when I when I saw his his prices, I thought if he's worth this much, 
Rashford is too cheap. Sancho is too cheap in, in comparison. Yeah. Um, and so I looked elsewhere. Uh, I mean, the other thing that's interesting with the Mbappe cards is obviously the dip, right? They went from, what were they, like 3,000, I think, the base PSA 10s yeah. Yeah. Um, at one point, and they're now 800, 900, something like that. Um, and one of the things that I saw on your page was after Mahomes won his ring, and they just, the prices went down because everyone wanted to sell. Yeah. Um, if Mbappe had won, I'm sure we still would have seen a sell-off. Prices still would have I, I agree. Yeah, and the fact that he lost means they tanked. Exactly. Um, yeah, it was even, a lot of even worse combination. Yeah, there was a lot of people. I could see it. There were so many people waiting. They're like, he's going to do it. It's going to be amazing. This is going to be a $5,000 card now. Yeah. And always I was thinking, no, that's that's not how this works. Yeah. Um, yeah, a lot of people need to take their knowledge that they have elsewhere um, with basketball, with other sets and apply it to to football to, to soccer because the market follows the exact same rules yeah what so what other sets did did you branch out into obviously prison world cup is one of the biggest sets in the market but what other sets are you loving are you jumping into and you know how did you go about that so i'm looking a lot at the moment at the op optic numbered um mm -hmm. they look they're, they're so clean as, as cards and the, the parallels look fantastic like yeah the the, velo the velocity ones in particular look great and obviously they're super hard to grade like everyone knows that they always have an issue with centering mm -hmm. um yep I, the the velocity cards are some of my favorite and i love that in soccer they had multiple numbered ones because in basketball all they have is black off 39 pink off 79 and then blue velocity non-numbered it's a retail exclusive but in right. soccer you've got the black you've got the red out of 50 and then you've got the green of 200 and then the purple out of 125 and it's awesome for velocity collectors yeah, they look they look amazing. So I'm I'm looking there for value because um I know obviously that the the silvers and the the numbered hold value better over time, but those optic base cards have crashed so hard. Mm -hmm. Um but the numbers haven't moved. You'd you'd still expect a bit of a dip, but there ha there hasn't been any at all. So yeah, there's so much there's so much collectability to it for people who really 100%. want to cherish something. And when it comes to the base, it's like, you know. It, it's a base card it, it can yeah. make people money um it's how investors really buy and sell on the daily but there's so much more to the number and the velocities which to your point is helping them sustain and that's great uh a great indicator for long term too i think yeah i agree but i, I know a lot of people hate on base cards yeah. but i think it's it's always a good idea to have go like split your money um, i totally agree doing both because the the base will always move first and they're so easy to sell because they're always the cheapest. Mm -hmm. So if you want to have some liquidity, it's it's all great if you have an Mbappe um, gold or whatever that's worth a hundred grand, but you have to find someone to buy that. If I have a card that I spent $10 on is now 50, there's a lot more people than come in at that price point. Um, I, I just think it's always smart to keep keep some base cards. Totally agree. I did a very similar thing with like a bunch of Mbappe 2018 Prison World Cup base and then mixed in silvers and some numbered and optic and whatever from there. But it's mm -hmm. a really, really good sound strategy that you're running, it sounds like. Um, I want to talk a little bit about the UK perspective. Yourself uh, overseas, not in America, where the majority of card buying and selling is going down now. And I will say back when I was doing this in August of 2019, I'd say it was almost 50-50 split. I was buying from different places abroad and then also America too. But now I'd say that 
it's probably like I don't know, 80 to 90% of soccer that's selling is coming out of America. What are the challenges or is there no challenges and how do you work with that? And then get into grading a bit after that, but we can tackle that another question. Yeah. So some, some of the stuff, I mean, the biggest thing is, um, well, wait times and import duty. So in the UK, anything over $50 is taxed at 20%, wow. um, which is, which is an absolute killer. Um, so the good thing is there's a company in America, Ship My Cards, mm-hmm. which I know a lot of Americans use as well to get out of state sales tax. Yep. Um, so you can send, you can buy all your cards on American eBay. You send it to them. They're your American address. They look after them and they'll ship them over um, in one go, save you a lot of hassle and, and fees with that as well. Um, the other thing is you just have to learn that you're not going to get your cards in a couple of days. Um, it's going to take a few weeks. I just, I literally, I just had a Pulisic um, prism crack dice arrive today that I ordered in August from Vietnam. It's just, Ooh. you just get used to this stuff, like taking, and it's very nerve wracking as well, right? Because are you talking blue crack dice out of uh, 75? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's, that's such a nice one. Do you see the last amazing. PSA, you see the last PSA 10 sale? I thought that went a bit cheap. Yeah. What was it? Like a thousand and was it like a thousand. I, I, yeah. I thought it would go for more, but I thought um, so too. I, but I think that just also points to, you know, the fact that you can still get in on these guys now mm-hmm. and lead up to these big world events that are coming up. And also more, I think that the more people that just learn about cards, like you happen to do from Gary, which is great that you got in early. I think there's so much more development out in, you know, the EU and the, the UK that definitely um that that has to be done to help the soccer market aside from just the big events i think it's just going to happen because i really feel like that the development of soccer and people jumping in is just like a year or two behind basketball and baseball and football Mm -hmm. and i think we're going to see that happen um what are you seeing in terms of uh in the uk the amount of people that you're training with in the uk mean buying and selling from and has have you seen it go up over the past six months three months uh what's the vibe out there um, it's definitely going up and I can tell mainly because we have like a small little Instagram group, um, just like in the, in the DMS and people are talking about it, that they're, they're, we're buying and, and selling on that, but it's also just on eBay when I, and I can see it starting because it's, it's the base cars that will go. So, mm-hmm. um, things like I had some cards listed when, when I was at home where at the start of the season, when Son scored four goals, I think it was the first or second game of the Prem, um, I had his tw- 2019 EPL Prism listed and his 2018 World Cup Prism. Both were at market prices. On that day, I sold three EPLs and zero World Cup. Mm. So I was just seeing a shift there because I'm assuming that they were bought by Spurs supporters um, and they're also, also they were all sold in the UK. Right. So, it, it could just be that that card was also half the price of the World Cup one. And yes. the new people coming in are thinking, I want him in his club kit versus, I mean, he's never going to win anything with Korea, with South Korea. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's definitely growing over here every single day. I get messages, people like, oh, I've been, I've been playing FIFA. I've been watching this stuff my whole life. I, I can, you're telling me I can make money doing this kind of stuff, like, and have fun. Um, I think there's so much scope to grow um, in Europe, especially. And I think we're just starting to see that now. And I think this season's Premier League, it's it's been unbelievable. The results, yeah. the games, and, 
you're, you're actually seeing changes in the market between uh, match days and, and each week and stuff. Is mm-hmm. that what you're seeing out there? Yeah, exactly. And that that wouldn't happen before. You, no, you'd be not. waiting a couple of months. If they won a final or something, then you'd see some movement. But the fact that um, Salah, when he scored that hat-trick at the start, his card went up, I don't know, $20, $30, which is quite substantial after after one game in a... Yeah. They, they weren't playing a good team either. So um, that kind of movement and the the market reactivity to that is is it's just a good time. Yeah, I've even seen Rashford after that Champions League uh, game winner against PSG. I've seen more of his cards sell for higher mm-hmm. dollars now. And it's actually it's a really, really good sign because over the last, I'd say, six to eight months, um, and even when I was doing it over a year ago, it was more like, can I project out that more people want to buy this versus now the people are involved in the community are actually buying and selling because of performance too. Cause I think you need both factors to help drive a market. You need buying and selling because of performance and just buying and selling because of general demand that's coming in. Mm-hmm. But having the two work together is beautiful and that's awesome. That's what we need to have happen over these next couple of years uh, to really drive the market forward to have actual soccer fans involved. Cause it's great having money coming over from basketball and baseball and football in America. But even more importantly is having people out in the UK and the EU, all these other places around the world jumping because they're soccer fans that want to buy and sell cards. Um, that makes me super excited to hear that. So thanks for sharing that. Um, I've seen, you've been grading cards, correct? From the UK to PSA? Yeah, I've sent off one big order and I'm, yeah. I'm waiting for it back. But So so yeah. you've sent it off and how did you make that happen? Is it barriers to entry? Do you have to go through a middleman over in America? What's What's your process on that? So in there's one company in the there's a, there's a few companies in the UK that do it. The biggest one, they who I use, they're called Graded Gem. They have a couple of branches in Europe as well, and they they they're I think you call them a licensed PSA middleman or something something like that. Yeah. Um. So really simple. I just send them my cards. They send them off for me. They handle the insurance, the shipping, the taxes, everything. Um. And I get them back. And the prices that they were the charging were really like really reasonable. I think I sent mine express and I was paying like $20 a card. Dang. Um, hey, take advantage of that when you can. Which is, yeah, which is, which is amazing. And that's going um, to PSA. Yeah. Yeah. That's everything. Awesome. Everything awesome. for that, for that price. So hey, keep, keep the, it up with that. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to, because obviously the premiums are graded at the moment are still huge because the, the populations are so low, but grading over here is getting easier. Um, I think Pokemon is also fueling that, but um, yeah, yeah, it's it's a good sign. It's also a good sign. Yeah, that's that's awesome. That's so good to hear because I, I really think that grading has done such a big thing for the industry in America to you know to further show people the potential to make money. It's got to be an option for people in Europe. Otherwise, mm-hmm. then you're just relying on, on the trading of non-graded cards. And I I would say that it is a very it's a hard segment to play with because not everyone wants to do it. You know, like buying selling graded cards is just so easy. You know what you're buying. You know what you're selling, and yeah, it just creates a much more yeah. yeah. It's a it's a much more uh, you know secure way to do it. I'd say, and that's awesome. That's that's super great. So, uh, can we switch the subject here to Champions League? Yeah, sure. Um, Let's do it. I'm a Manchester United fan. You may or may not know that. So I had a fantastic day on Tuesday. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I saw you posted about all that Rashford stuff over in Mbappe. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm taking a mic, but. Um, Seriously, Rashford is one of the biggest slept on players. It's unbelievable the stuff he's doing. He's mm-hmm. only 22 um, and he's just showing that he's getting better now. And off the, off the field, he's 
he's amazing as well. You you may or may not have seen it, but he's I've heard campaigning. He's a yeah, he's he's just got an MBE. He's campaigning at the moment to get um, kids free meals. Uh, those who can't afford it during school holidays as well. At the moment, that's only during school time they get it. So doing a lot of good humanitarian work. He's getting better on the pitch every day. Um, and yeah, like games like that in the Champions League is what it's all about. I mean, in terms of <laughs> looking forward to, to a winner, Bayern Munich look unstoppable. You can't... it To win 4-0 against Atletico Madrid... Now, the other issue is a lot of people come in and they say, Felix, top player, amazing. He's going to do great at Atletico. No, he won't. Because Atletico do not set up. They don't, they don't, they don't play that kind of football where he's going to score a goal every single game. Um, they are very, they're a very, very defensive team and they look to win 1-0 all the time. Mm -hmm. So when yeah. you set up that way, if you're good to lose 4-0 to Bayern Munich, um, it just shows how good they are. It, it awesome. really just shows how good they are. That's sweet. That's sweet. And I want to make a discussion here about Rashford. And I'm sure you saw it was in our post about the black one of one, the gold power mm -hmm. out of five, and the gold out of 10. And then more recently, the camo out of 20, and green crystal out of 25, and national pink out of eight, all PSA 10, sold by mm -hmm. a propsine auction in the last four days. And that is incredible to see that collection come up for sale. We are literally talking about the best Rashford collection there can be. Yeah. What do you think about the, the prices? I'll show them on the screen here for people that don't know. The black sold for 22k. The gold power, a little fishy, sold for 8k. The gold out of 10 sold for around three. And then I also have the prices for camo and green crystal. I don't remember those. But what are your what are your thoughts on these high end Rashfords? Do you think that those were legit sales? And which one do you think was the better buy for the money between the the gold, the gold power, and the black? Um, so when I saw these come out, I guessed that the black was going to go for around 20 grand. Mm -hmm. um, so it, it went for 22. Um, and I think there was so much attention on that card. The others went, I thought the gold was really cheap. I thought so too. For three three to gold. three and a half K? Yeah, way too cheap for, for a PSA yeah. 10. Um, I don't know what the pop is, but it can't be like, it's probably like two or three, right? Yeah, like um, one or two probably max. Yeah, yeah. so um, I think that black took a lot of attention. I think the camo went for a thousand or just over a thousand as well. So it, it was like around 13 to 1500. Now that I'm starting mm -hmm. to remember, I saw it, but that seemed like a nice deal as well, considering that and definitely camos are five figures. Yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. Like that, an Mbappe gold PSA 10, the only one I remember seeing sell sold for 120 grand, yep, or 125. Um, so for Russia to go for three is ridiculous. It is. Um, and that really speaks to the amount that I think that the people that are buying the high-end soccer aren't really in tune with it yet. Not saying I'm not mm -hmm. even trying to say that I'm like super in tune with it because I'm like so beginner to the whole sport in general. But in just looking at the price levels and knowing how people speak about Rashford and knowing how they speak about Mbappe, like, yeah, sure, like 120 grand probably makes sense for how hot the market was. Mm -hmm. But to see three grand for Rashford, like dang, nice buy, whoever got that. Yeah, really, really good deal. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, awesome. I think the other the other thing, just quickly with Rashford, is that his he has a 2016 select, which is really really undervalued at the moment. Yeah. For everyone listening, um, it is the same, I think, as his 2018 prism, and it shouldn't be because 2016 was his rookie year. Um, select is still a major set, and he's in an England shirt too. Um, so I'd be looking at those if if anyone's yeah, in the, I, in the I do believe. Rashford. 
that the silver 2016 select rookies are around the same as the 2018 Prison World Cup silvers. And that's a great point because I think that select is a. I mean, if you watch our basketball videos, I literally just like love love selects. Like I am such a big select fan when it comes to basketball. Same goes with soccer, and I think that it's got a lot of um, a lot of legs under it, especially with those nice parallels. I mean, they're super nice in select, and uh, that's a that's a great point right there. So if you're listening. Uh, MP Sports Cards one his pick is the Rashford Select card. Do you have some? Do you got some numbered or some silvers? I've got a couple silvers, a couple multicolored. I got a yellow in. I'm looking for a gold out of ten. If anyone's listening, you... that's got a gold out of ten. I want one. I think that there was a gold out of ten that sold like three weeks ago. I think it was a BGS nine that went for like a thousand or so. Um, still for one of the top young players mm. in soccer. Rookie card, gold out of 10 still seems like a great deal. So I hope those watching right now can uh, take some of this and apply their basketball knowledge or even start to use their soccer knowledge to invest in some cards because I love the way you did it. Um, I mean, not everyone from Europe is into cards. I know a lot of people are into stickers, but I'm a huge card guy. It always gets me more excited to talk about cards and stickers. Um, Got to bring up the stickers, though, because I know that there's a market for it, but you know, you're, you're like when you jumped in, you watch Gary. So you're all in on the cards. You checked out us. Um, did you ever even think about buying stickers or no? Yeah, yeah. I, I made sure I did my research on everything. And I saw that the, the reason why there wasn't a card market before is because there was a sticker market. Mm -hmm. um, but when I was looking at it, it's either you go vintage or you don't really go into it at all, in my opinion, because the the top modern players now have cards. And I think short term anyway those are going to be the ones that got first mm -hmm. um and when we look at someone like uh i i can't remember who you had on before but he, he spoke about it someone like a greenwood you can yeah. go onto the panini website to get his sticker for literally 10p and have them delivered to you instead of paying whatever they went for 30 dollars um on ebay yeah um so i think v the vintage sticker market is is crazy at the moment it's, it's going up but the, yeah. the modern stuff, I wouldn't – I do my research. Anyway, I've, I've had multiple research. people on now that have said the same thing as you, Tyler, um, out from Card Talk. And then also, mm -hmm. I think his name is Chris out in Germany. They both were like, hey, modern stickers, I'd fade super hard. Um, just a lot of them out there, super accessible. Cards, there's scarcity. And also, I'd say the more people that learn about cards out in Europe – and start to spread the love of cards, the more they're going to buy those and not the stickers. Yeah. And I mean, you're seeing it too um, with you and your, your group on the UK and, you know, great. I'm glad that you're out there producing uh, hobby content on Instagram and trying to get others involved and preaching it because, you know, everyone helps, like I was saying, and I'm super glad that you're out there doing that for the, for the space. Yeah. Thanks, man. I, I honestly, you've helped me so much. Um, just not because I was waiting for so long for you to start, um this channel but yeah the, the the main page that you have for basketball and baseball that market knowledge like the fundamentals that everyone needs to understand i picked up so That's awesome because of how I'm you so do glad. I'm so yeah. glad because like then then really you can just apply that anywhere and do really well. And that's what exactly. I was trying to say for the longest time is just like getting these little tidbits of knowledge and applying it to a space you're actually passionate about. That's where the right combination comes together and you do super well. So pumped to see it. Do you have one last thing you want to tell the people for how they can get involved in soccer or should they jump in? Like just one last thing for people. Um, just have a look and do your research. But if you're investing in young players for your favorite team, right now um, and you're picking up the right cards, it's gonna be very hard for you to lose.
it's going to be very hard. We are so early. Um, I think that with the World Cup coming up next year, the fact that the USA um, national team is guaranteed to be in 2026 because the World Cup's hosted there, this this market's got so much room to grow and we're still really, really, really early. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for joining, Niam. This is MP Sports Card One. Go follow him on Instagram. He does a great job. Show him some love. Give him a follow. Give him some likes. And thank you all for watching this week's episode of Slab Stocks FC. My name is Aaron, your host, and we will see you all next Sunday.